Episode 8, it's Hometowns, I'm Evena, and I'm Lisa, and y'all, what a delight was this episode. <laughs> Oof, I don't know that I would say delight. Oh, uh, I just, I, I was just happy that it was like really full scope, you know, they didn't leave us on any cliffhangers, it was a nice, succinct ending, and... That's true. It, but it was rough. It was also rough. Like, very much rough. <laughs> there were some rough points. <laughs> also, though, um, brief brief update from our episode last week. Matt did issue a statement. Did you see this? He did. He did. I he saw did. It. Um, basically saying that uh, he will be saying a lot more later. So I am very much looking forward to that. Did he say um, a lot more he, I, I, okay, sorry. Maybe I'm paraphrasing here. Maybe he didn't exactly use the word a lot, but he heavily implied he has much more to say and he will do when he is able to. Oof. That's what, that was what I gathered from that. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see what he has to say and we'll be waiting. Anyway, sorry. Well, I'm very sing-songy I hope he has that beard <laughs> when he has a lot to say because. Oh, we're going to get to that beard, Lisa. We're going to have some things to say about that beard. <laughs> Well, let's do it. You ready? Let's jump on in. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, wait. Actually, before we jump on in, did you notice that Chris Harrison hasn't really been popping up in these episodes a lot? Like, he does when he has to, like, when they have to put him in there. But I feel like that was done on purpose. Like, they're, like, post-scandal. They're trying to minimize his, his appearance, yeah, as much as possible. And I thought that was also really interesting. So interesting. here we go. Let's get into it. Michelle is the first hometown date. God bless her. And... I love her, but my God, they match. And I was like, I know. (laughs) I was like, why? I wasn't mad at it. It was just one of those things where I was like, head tilt, like, what? Okay. Guys? I'm sure in her head, she's like, we're meant to be. This is it. (laughs) This is proof. I mean, I'd probably think that too, no lie, because, you know, what else? I don't know. We're the same brain. We're soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> when in actuality, they probably just knew what she was wearing and then purposefully picked something for him to wear th- to match. Like, there's no way that that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, and they ride around on bicycles for a bit, which was cute. And in the post credit scene, we actually see um, them riding around on these bikes and they're like messing around. And he like rams into her back tire on purpose and then flips over his bike. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you see that? I was like, what in tarnations? And he kills his bike. Like, he destroys his bike, and it's really funny. And Michelle's like, what in tarnations are you doing? Tarnations, (laughs) plural. I mean, she didn't say that. She didn't say that, but that was the vibe, and I just thought that was really funny. Um, So that happened, and then, I mean, we didn't see it here. It happened in the post-credit, like I said. But then she takes him to this lecture hall place i mean this resort has everything my god it's i'm like what what are they gonna show us next my goodness um 
And when they walk in, all of a sudden you see boop, 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 all of these kids popping up in like a Zoom So cute. So cute. And they did not come to play. They had questions. They had questions for Matt. They were prepared. They were. Um, Someone, and these are just like the all the questions that were asked. It's like, are you going to give her a rose? Have you guys kissed yet? How many girlfriends do you have? Are you going to have babies? Are you going to marry Miss Young? And like to that one specifically, he was, to that kid, he was like, I can't answer that now. But when I can, I will Zoom call you. I'm like, don't lie to the kid. Uh, you are not going to Zoom call thought. this kid. I was like, don't make promises you can't keep. I hope no, you better especially, Zoom him. Yeah. Especially not to youths, because that's just mean. Don't lie to the youths. Well, I may not like youths, but don't lie to the youths. Maybe he's <laughs> maybe he said that because he know he's not gonna pick her. Maybe. Oh God, which I can't even. Oh, if I marry so her, sad. I'll zoom you. Boom. <sighs> and then what else happened? Oh yeah, and then one kid was like, "How will you inspire her?" Because she like told this really cute story of how Miss Young like wrote her a cute little note. I don't know. Sorry, and was like. Oh, sorry. Anyway, and he's like, I'll be her cheerleader. And I was like, yeah, great. Okay. Awesome. And it just, it makes me so angry because I really think that like, sorry, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I feel like he's lusting after one particular individual, but I feel like he would be better suited with Michelle. That's like my honest opinion. I feel like they would be a better match, but whatever. Let's move on. Listen, the <laughs> heart wants what it wants. Even after. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, so then we get to the nighttime portion, which is when he's meeting her family. And my God, Michelle's dad is so cute. Oh, my God. Like, he's so, so cute. Ah! And, like, so is her mom. Like, she they're both so just sweet. precious. They're precious. And her dad makes a point to tell us that, like, he can tell that she's back to her old chipper self like her happy self again and I'm like oh god um and that he's apprehensive about the fact that Matt's dating multiple ladies there and when Michelle's talking to her dad she says that she would accept a proposal and her dad says he'll you know support whatever she decides to do um but like a running theme here in these hometowns is that except for Rachel Every other family brings up some sort of bad something that happened to them, but they won't tell us what it is, right? Yeah. So, like, something bad happened to her two years ago, right. and, like, and, you know, and Michelle was like, I really appreciate that you guys helped get me out of that situation emotionally or whatever. Um, And it was really hard to watch, and I was like, my God, Matt, like, I really need you to not hurt her. Like, I really need you to not. This is the name of the game, Evena. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's just really, it's difficult for me, okay? It's really difficult. Uh, And then when Michelle's dad is with Matt, Obvi, he asks Matt if he's in love with Michelle. And in a roundabout way, Matt is like, I'm falling for her, but I haven't told her that yet. And I'm like, but he does say he'd be willing to move to Minnesota. And I was like, I know. I was like, that's a very bold. It is. Do you think he just said that to appease the dad? No, I think he means it. I think, like, in his head at this point, like, he is in this all the way. And so whoever it ends up being, he would he would do the things that he needs to do. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. It seemed genuine to me. So I don't know. Um, when Michelle's talking to her mom, 
Michelle clues us into the fact that she's normally the let's take this slow kind of a person, but in this case, she's all in. She's like, she's not. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't bode well because that like automatically tells me that you're more invested in this than he is, which is again another running theme. Yep. <laughs> Okay, um, but can I just say how cute it was uh, when her mom talked about how well her father treated her? Yeah. When she I was like, is he that. like your dad? That your dad is oh. just is is just puts me first and treats me so well oh and, and treats me like a, I was like oh my gosh I'm not crying you're crying I'm like, fine that is oh, so lovely Jesus. yeah I just thought her lovely. parents were the sweetest the I really loved them and shockingly good at basketball yeah <laughs> um I was like because... Matt look yeah. This is literally yeah, the like, mirror of your family. Yep. Her mom is mm-hmm. white. Her 100%. dad is black. They play basketball. Yep. They like yep. to nurture youth. Just marry they her. Do. Yep. Just do it. You'll be ha- you'll be happier. Um, Isn't that a song from some? I think that's I a song mind. in your head. Okay. <laughs> that you just wrote I thought it was from right Wicked. Now. I think it was from Wicked. I thought it was from Wicked, but now I'm like, no, it's definitely not from Wicked. Anyway, sorry, moving Pop-y-day. on. Um, so <laughs> you gotta be poppy. Anyway, so as Lisa said, they end the night playing basketball. It was super cute. And Obvi, before Matt leaves, Michelle tells him she's falling for him. Super cute. And of course, when they're sh- uh, snogging, his eyes are closed. Snogging. And I'm like, that has to be a sign. It just has to be. My God. Anyway, moving on to Rachel and to Raquel. To Raquel. And here's basically the theme of the day portion of their date. Um, she drives really fast with him in the car and then they go skydiving. <laughs> and that's it. That's basically what happened. But here is something. Okay. That... Hold on. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. If go you yeah. were allowing someone to plan a date for you and they said, yeah. surprise, we're going skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa's making a face. <laughs> Would you be like, let's do it. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I listened to Nick Vile's podcast, Ambi, as you know, I do. And he brought up two points, one of which I'll bring up now. Please. Um, he thought, or thinks rather, that because the producers could kind of tell that Rachel was his front runner, they kind of nudged her and they were like, maybe you should plan this date for him because they know that Matt is a thrill-seeking adrenaline junkie and they knew he would love this date. And so I don't, I think that if Rachel had planned this herself, because Rachel does not seem the type to be like, let's go skydiving. You know, she doesn't seem the type at all. So I think it was a nudge. I think it was suggested to her and she said, yeah, let's do it. Cause you know, go big or go home. Right. And so I don't really think that any of this was her idea at all. I'd be really surprised to find out later on down the road that it was her idea. I agree with Nick Vile. I think that this was a producer inspired date. That being said, if somebody wanted to go skydiving with me, I would be so scared. Like I would be so terrified. You would poop your pants. I would. And like, (laughs) but more than that, I would probably do it just because I would be, I couldn't, I I would feel like I couldn't say no. So I would be like, well, this is how I die. And I would just sign my (laughs) life away and that would be it. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) 
You so basically you're saying you're not Serena P. I am not Serena P in that situation. I'm definitely a sheep and I would be like, all right, let's do it. I'm gonna die, but let's do it. Bless you. So that's to answer your question. So here are the highlights. As I said, she like as a trust exercise, she blindfolds him and then puts him in this really fancy car and they just drive hella fast down this runway. And I really I really enjoy watching Matt when he's like in these like adrenaline moments because he looks like I don't know how to describe it, but, you know, like a baby when they're like really surprised and shocked and they're like, oh, and they just make this face like he makes that face. It's like this. Oh, my God. Like This is brand new. Whoa. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's always really entertaining to watch his face in these moments because you're like, he's really enjoying himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think he was also terrified because he was like, what in tarnations? But I love that you make that their- plural. Oh, tarnations. <laughs> I've always heard it that way. I've never heard like what intarnation. I've it's never singular. heard it. Just... Really? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> you probably heard it plural as a joke, but it's no, definitely I feel like singular. I've always heard it. I've definitely always Give heard it, it as intarnations. Give it a goog. Intarn- I... <laughs> Are you gonna make me Google this right now? Well, no. I'm gonna let you do that later. No, here we go. I'm doing it. Do, 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 do. In Little Tarnation. Women. <gasps> Tarnation. Oh, my God. It is singular. I know. <laughs> I'm here to not lead you astray. <laughs> well, color me shook. I did not. I really could have sworn. That I was, was like, the first time you said it, I was like, oh, that's funny. She's probably just like making it a joke. And then you said it the second time. I was like, no, no I'm going to have to address this. <laughs> Tarnations. <laughs> oh God, we're 13 minutes in and I'm already crying. Okay. Uh, anyway, you know that scene right in Little Women, the 1993, yeah. 95, whatever year it was, version with okay. Winona Ryder. She okay. says at one point, "Where in tarnation are?" I. That sounds is this so glove weird to me. Or something. I it feels like glove. it needs to be tarnation. Tarnation is I, Meg's glove. <laughs> Oh my god! The only point of reference (laughs) that I can pick off the top of my head right now that I think you would have heard. No, you're right, and I definitely. Where in tarnation? Something new. (laughs) The more you know. Okay, I'm ready. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So when they actually, when they're actually in the plane getting ready to jump, Rachel says, I thought this was so funny. Rachel says, if I die, I'm glad it's with you or something like that. She says that to Matt and Matt's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But then the instructor behind him is immediately like, um, Rachel, you know what to do, right? And the camera immediately cuts out because I think they didn't mean to include that in there. And I was like, oh, that poor instructor. It's like, cause like, I'm sure it's terrifying to do this on a TV show. Oh my gosh. You really need, you know, like have to make sure no one gets injured severely. Um, so like, I thought that was hysterical. I was like, oh, <laughs> spoiler alert. She doesn't, um, know. know what to do because initially as we all know because we saw in the promo when she lands it's rough her back hurts there's grass everywhere like all up in her hair oh my gosh her she, hair like, was that a mess. first scene she looked yeah. like rough like yeah. anna princess anna when she wakes yes. up late for the coronation yes yes i was mm-hmm. living yep. 
for it. Yes. And yes. of course, and the then, next yeah. scene they edited in, somebody clearly had come over and brushed her hair camera for her. Camera ready. She I was, was like, no, ready. this is what we want. <laughs> Give us what we want. We want to like, see her hair a rat's nest. Please. Yeah. yeah. And we want to see like, the grass in her teeth. Yes. And, which there was. And like, obviously, before it cut to that scene, though, there was like a medic behind her and like all these people. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're all gone. And it's like, okay, guys. Um, and... We have, you know, Matt talking to her, obviously telling her that seeing her potentially get hurt really badly really put things in perspective. And I'm like, yeah, oh, OK. okay. Um, and bada boom, bada bing, they're fine and making out. And I just don't I just don't understand how she didn't get seriously injured. I really don't because it looked it looked awful. Bad. I know. I was like, it did she really like awful. break a bone? Like chipped tooth or something <laughs> like broken nose like i was i could not believe that she wasn't seriously injured and that especially with the some ambulance huge episode. man's body yeah well he was impact. actually kind of tiny you know what people were comparing him to on twitter <laughs> i think uh from the show even steven's bean do you remember that guy no oh look worst. him up and then you'll be like oh my god yes that is that okay guy. but He's i so have right. another question yes what's your question tell me who's filming this did they have to get uh, their own cameraman to skydive with equipment? Or did they have someone that works like for that company? Because people Maybe. do jump out so that they can get footage yeah. of themselves. I'm they like, do. did they just have they someone yeah. there film this and they just bought it off of them? I I would guess that they... I would guess it was someone in the company, honestly. And then they were like, who's like, has done this enough times that like they trust that they'd be able to do it right? I don't know. But that's a good question. I don't know. Because but here's my other. That's okay, asking right, a lot of that yeah, production team. <laughs> oh, surprise. You get to jump out of plane now. What? Like, that yeah. would just be really terrifying. I would not want it. Yeah, I would not. I'm sure it was someone who's done it before. But um, but here's the other Nick Vile point that I was going to make. Um he said that the landing was for sure her fault because as you see with Matt's landing, you're supposed to put your feet up in a sitting position so that when you coast down, like you, you land on your butt and the only feet are involved are the feet of the person strapped behind you. Cause like they know what they're doing. And she like willy nilly was like, boop, 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 boop. And her feet were definitely not where they were but supposed to be. Like they were that tandem guys say in her ear, like lift your legs. I'm sure he maybe he did and she just was not paying attention because her legs were all the way down and bada boom bada bing disaster that's why they crashed it was definitely her fault <laughs> I mean I'm glad she's okay I'm glad Poor she's girl. okay she's probably like, I didn't even want to do this date anyway the yeah, producers yeah. made me do it yeah probably probably like no lie most likely definitely they're like we're um, sorry but we're not because you gave us some great <laughs> drama <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome. Sorry, I watched Moana the other day. Oh, anyway, <laughs> moving right along to the night portion of Rachel's hometown, of which the theme of the night was Rachel's family, especially her dad, were not. They were super skeptical about all of this. <laughs> I loved it. I was oh, man, ready oh, for man, it. Oh, man. oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um. Especially, Lisa, I bet you loved this part. When Rachel told, the, told them that they went skydiving, her dad, without skipping a beat, was like, did you crap your pants? <laughs> yep. I was, I bahahad aloud. I was like, oh my goodness, Rachel's dad. I actually kind of like Rachel's dad. 
he he's got his head on straight. I mean, they all sort of do. Um, but um, Rachel's mom speaks some truths as well. She's like, "Have you seen anything bad? Like, no one has a perfect day all the time." And Rachel's like, "Nope," because clearly Rachel has planted her feet firmly or dug her heels firmly in the ground and is like, "Nope, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine." Uh. Um. And then Rachel tells her mom that she actually has a ton of bruising on her face that you can't see because of the makeup and that Matt took super good care of her and that she's ready to accept a proposal. And I'm like, first off, would you have bruising that fast? Uh, After yes. an accident like that? Really? Yes. That fast? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. I don't know. I just don't know. Also, I feel like if that's the case, you have to have like really heavy duty makeup on your face. And I'm like, I don't know if she does have really heavy duty makeup on her face. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she's got she's got to she's got to have bruises on her face. But I it was mean, just really... it's not going to be bright black and blue immediately. Yeah, that's true. From something that's like true. that, that's but true. I mean, not yeah. within like an hour or two. Like she might have woken up the next day and was like, "Ooh, okay." But, but like can this I... was the night of, right? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Can go I ahead. add something, please? Very um, <sighs> controversial. Uh oh. Go ahead. I did Google. And there have oh. been some speculation regarding the ethnicity of Rachel's dad. Oh. <laughs> There's speculation okay. because okay. he's clearly not white, right? No. 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 Which adds some intrigue to this racist situation, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. if yeah. it just adds some interesting dimension that her dad is... Definitely not white. We're not exactly sure what he is. A lot of people are assuming that he's Hispanic. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, yeah. But that's interesting, right? That her yeah. own father is a person of color in yeah. some way, shape, or form, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that is true. I didn't really think of that angle of things. I was just living for his sass and his downright not support of any of this. That yeah. was the main thing. Like... Because, so Matt and Rachel's dad, dad, like the convo, sorry, the conversation between Rachel and her dad is a lot of her dad being like, yeah, I don't get how you could be saying these things about my daughter. Oh, sorry. With Matt and Rachel's dad. I don't get how you could be saying these things about my daughter when you're dating three others. And like Matt kind of comes hard in like in defending it. And he's like, no, it's not like that. Like when I'm with your daughter, I'm thinking about your daughter. And and Rachel's dad is like, okay, like he's just not. He's being a typical dad. (laughs) He is, but it's really refreshing to see because it's like, yeah, you need to be asking these hard questions. Um, But also the thing that kind of became a meme was her dad drinking his drink out of a tiny straw. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's just, it was like the Zoolander face almost. Because like, that's what happens when you drink out of a tiny straw. You just immediately make the Zoolander face where you're like, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's just really interesting. Anyway. um, Ooh. And then the other thing, Rachel's dad. So this was what Rachel's dad said to Rachel. He was like, quote, or I don't know if this is a quote. I think I'm paraphrasing here. He said, he's probably saying the same things to the other girls. And Rachel's like, no, I'm different. Or she's like, really? I don't think so. And she said, like <gasps> that. she's like, really? I don't think so. Like, maybe I'm naive, but I think I'm different. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just- she just seems to be a little bit of a space cadet. Mm-hmm. And like not mm-hmm. really thinking through things. Yep. Which yep. probably lends itself to her going to antebellum parties mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not really thinking about I mean, about I think, yeah, I think content. she's just, I think she can feel 
because like sorry in situation like in real life you know you can feel the the sorry how do I say this in real life you can feel it when someone just isn't as into you as you're into them right Right. like you can kind of feel that weird tensiony sort of situation in the atmosphere but I think you can also feel the opposite and I think Rachel may have a point where she can feel that there is something different between the two of them and I don't know if she's like seen her his interaction with other ladies but I think she can feel that there is a connection there yeah that she can't define that she can't put into words and so that's why she's dug her heels in and she's like no this is like a real thing you know what I mean um but I think she's dug her heels in and I think she's at this point determined to see this all the way through like all the way through so I don't think there was anything her family could say to her to make her change her mind right basically right and by the end when Matt and Rachel are talking oh yeah this was also interesting um he tells her that he didn't ask for her dad's permission and his logic is sound he's like I don't want to be doing that to everyone right now like when I get to that point I'm gonna do it but Rachel was miffed because that was the only thing that she wanted to come out of this night. She wanted her dad's permission to go forward. And like, clearly, I don't think her dad would have given it to no. or that night. No. no way, Jose. He would have been like, um, <laughs> not at this point. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was the end of that date. It was interesting. I was like, hmm. Yeah, it ended on a strange note. It did. It did. I thought so. Because clearly Rachel's face, like she wasn't like mad at him, but I could tell in her face that she was like annoyed that that didn't happen anyway moving right along to brie um sorry just gotta gotta sing song all of it you know what i mean um i also really love that you spelled picnic like hey pick that guy nick no lisa because it reminds me of high school (laughs) i was in a spanish class and i had a friend i had a friend named nick and yeah. he, you know, when you're in like a, a foreign language class, you had to choose yeah. like a name, like a Spanish name or like a French name. <laughs> yeah. And he refused to choose a regular name. He wanted to be merienda, which means picnic uh, in uh, uh, Spanish. And so whenever he wanted to answer a question, he would yell, merienda, merienda, which meant no. picnic. Anyway, sorry, time in. Don't tell the people my spelling secrets, okay? <laughs> Your spelling secrets. We all know that I can't spell. We don't need to tell I them all normally. that I normally. I just, this, this no. reminded me of that. They had a medienda. That's fair. I can't get mad. You're right. Um, so basically the theme of their day portion is more off-roading and a picnic. Um, and the off-roading vehicle is my favorite color green. It's like bright lime green oh. in a Jeep. I was living. I, I was like, if I, yeah, if I were a gajillionaire, every single car I owned would be bright green or some wow. ver- version of green. Like every car. new every day. Every, every, every car I'd have oh. would be a would be bright green oh sorry mm-hmm. i don't know why i did that i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just super sing-songy today you guys anyway <sighs> and so here was like basically the main thing i don't know tell me if you think this is funny i nick version oh my god nick vile made this observation of like when they were actually off-roading in the car um, he said that when Matt tried to offer her a compliment when she was driving, like, you're really good at this. She was like, well, yeah. And he kind of like went into this into this thing about how uh, how Brie is not the kind of person that would just like like she's been around the block 
many a time and like that kind of thing doesn't work on her like that would work on Rachel but like she's not a words of affirmation kind of gal no no I mean she is when it counts i.e. when she told Matt that she uh, quit her job and he just said thank you for sharing like that probably would have been a moment of affirmation she would have appreciated if you were gonna give some words of affirmation that that would have been the time that that was the moment uh, did you ever see um Pirates of the Caribbean, the very first one. Uh, yes. That's like long ago. In my life. Mm-hmm. And there's like that moment where Jack Sparrow's talking to Orlando Bloom's character and he's like, if you were looking for the moment, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> like for the opportune moment. That was, that was it. it. I almost said Nick. Ooh. That's not his name. That was it, Matt. No. Try harder. Yep, that was it, Matt. Anyway, so like, cause like, she, like she doesn't seem like the kind of person. Like she's sturdy enough that she doesn't need pointless compliments. You know what I mean? Anyway, <clears throat> I'm not. Anyway, so I, I'm very yeah. soft, and I need all sorts of pointless compliments. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> We're Hufflepuffs. <laughs> no, I'm a Gryffindor. How Even dare a- you? I am a Gryffindor. <laughs> I have taken the test so many times, and every time okay. I'm a Gryffindor. But like, maybe I'm a maybe I'm a hybrid. You have to be okay. a hybrid. <laughs> I will give you the Gryffindor, but you are part Hufflepuff. Okay, okay, I can I can accept that. I can accept that. <laughs> but the main takeaway that I got from this day portion was that basically, like she he, she warned him that her mom was going to be super tough on him, and she verbalizes her fears that she still worries about the fact that she can't give him a stereotypical like in-law type family with like the mom and the dad and the this and the that and like I kind of get that insecurity but I'm also like you do realize he's also have has a a weird family too right so like I don't know why that would really bother you so much but you know I actually think about this sometime because I'm like oh okay like both of my parents have passed away I'm like right I don't I don't have that to spread either I mean I have siblings but like right honestly Unless they live in the same state as you, like, Mm -hmm. you're living with that person. Yeah. You're not, like, marrying your father-in-law. I mean, maybe in some situations, family, if it's, like, a super close family and they spend a lot of time together. But, like, for me, I'm, like, I see my family, like, a couple times a year, but I don't know that that would be, I mean, I can understand her worry yeah, and that's a fair point. That's a fair point. You're you're marrying that person. You don't spend your days with their family. Anyway, time in. That's true. That's true. Anyway, yeah. Um, but really, uh, I just I feel like you can definitely see in this moment that she again, kind of like Michelle, is more invested than Matt is at this point, which is so upsetting because Brie is really a delight. I really do like her. Me too. And it's just uh breaks my heart. Twelve ways to Sunday, and then we get to the nighttime portion. <laughs> time to meet the fam. And Brie gets her to hold her baby sister while so Matt watches, precious. which was cute. Um, but <laughs> brilliant zinger here. Um, I think it's Brie's mom. And she's like, so what else have you two been doing? We know what Matt's been doing. Dating. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then Matt responds right back with a, yeah, dating your daughter. <laughs> Good start, guys. Good start. <laughs> So that was a little bit like, oh, that's a rather aggressive start to all of this. Um, but when Bree's mom is talking to Matt, obviously he kind of repeats the same thing he's been saying to everyone else. Where like he's falling in love, but knows that's not the answer she's looking for. But he also says he can absolutely see Bree in his life. So that seemed to maybe put Bree's mom at ease a little bit, but also still skeptical. I liked her mom. Her mom was really great. I really did like her. Um, that baby was so cute. And then cute. when 
I know. And then when Bree's talking to her mom, she feels like Matt sees every part of her. Oh, God, this killed me. And that she's fall- she is falling in love with him and she's terrified. And I just wanted to give her a big hug. I was like, Bree, Bree. Because I know what that feels like. Like, it doesn't happen often. But sometimes you meet someone and you really do feel like they see every part of you. And you're like, wow. And it's like earth shattering, you know. And she's anxious about it. And I totally relate. And I just want to give her a hug. I want a big, burly, strong man to give her a hug and whisk her away. Because she's not an idiot. Like, she's picking up on the fact that, like, she was the last one. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. things. Yeah. And, like, Uh he is not Uh responding to things the way that she would have wanted him to. Yep. Or. Mm -hmm. Yep. And. Basically, at the end of the conversation, though, her mom is like, look, whatever happens, like, if he does end up breaking your heart, we'll mend your broken heart together. And I was like, <laughs> just could not, because I feel like that's definitely She's like, if he breaks up with you, I'll just, I'll let you hold this baby and that'll heal yep. your heart. Perpetually forever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, no surprise, at the end of the night, she te- Brie tells Matt that she's falling for him. Huzzah the end but i really don't see this going super far anyway so then we get to the last hometown which is where everything sort of popped off right um with serena p and i'm just gonna say and i'm just gonna say this now i'm just gonna say this now i thought the second that we saw her like And throughout this entire situation, up until we get the conversation with Serena P and her sister that we saw in the promo, I thought that Serena P was acting in the inverse of, I think the lady doth protest too much. So like, does that make sense? I think like she's going over the top, over the top, super giddy, super happy, super like, let's go. And I think that that was all to cover her actual feelings. I think she behaved this way in order to like convince herself that this was a thing, that this was the real deal. Um, So I'm just going to say that going in. And basically the day portion of their, of their day is a Canada test and hockey. (laughs) Um, Okay. Which was, you know, funny. Um, But like, but during this whole Canada test where she's asking all these questions, she was still like, being kind of degrading to him sometimes or maybe degrading is too strong a word but you know what I mean like making him feel stupid for not knowing things like she asks him what another word for beanie is and like I don't know what that would be in Canadian and Matt says toboggan and I'm like sure that sounds right turns out toboggan is a sled I didn't know I forgot listen don't come for me I'm not from Canada I don't know these things but that was kind of funny I did laugh at that yeah that is but then she kind of made him feel a type of way for like not and I don't think he cared right like I don't think he cared about that but like it was it was just it's not just an nice indication that she's like deflecting right like she's or that like she sees him as like a friend more than a romantic partner yeah definitely um and they tried different foods including some poutine which did not look great it my didn't opinion. look great you could tell it that was, junk had been waiting underneath that I don't silver know. cover for a while yeah i was not i was it like because like i've had poutine before and it's it's poutine. not looked like that so i was just really not excited about that um and uh, then what happened um yeah and then they played hockey but i just i really don't think I, I think it was very clear that matt was way more into her they that's, didn't that's even really put a lot of effort into editing that date i don't think like no. it felt kind of like mm-hmm. an afterthought yeah totally <clears throat> 
Um, and then we get to the nighttime portion, and unlike all the other dates, uh, the theme of this one was family telling Serena it's okay for her to not go forward with all this. Because <laughs> basically, the they can tell. Com- yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the only conversation that we see Matt having with any of her family members is with her mom. We never see him talking to her dad. We never see him talking to her sister. And, you know, he tells her mom that she's smart and beautiful and doesn't take crap, which is true. Like, she speaks her mind. Um, but it's just interesting that, like, we never see how any of the other conversations go. Um, but really, it all comes to a head with, as we have been saying previously when Serena and her sister are talking because her sister is like, you're not smitten. And she calls her out, just like hook, boom, straight up, calls right her through out. her baloney, B-O-L-O-G-N-A. And cause like she asks Serena P, she's like, do you, do you love him? Do you love him? And Serena's immediate response is he uh, checks every box. And I'm like, that's not, you don't love him, girl. Nah, that ain't, you don't that love ain't him. an answer. And when her sister just with like, I didn't write it all down, but it was just like line after line of like, this is baloney. This is baloney. This is not real. And her face just immediately falls. Serena's face just immediately crestfallen. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> and then the rest of the night, we just see Serena talking like to her mom, I think. Yeah, we, I don't think we see Serena talking to her dad. But her dad was really cute. I really liked her dad. He was yeah. a really cute guy. Um, but when they're when Serena's talking to her mom, they're talking about, again, a past relationship of hers that didn't end well. And so Serena's like, I can't tell if I'm compensating from that. Like if I'm like just too scared. Right. Or if he's not the one. and Or if I'm protecting myself. And I just, I'm like... That is a valid point, but I don't think that's what's going on here. <laughs> you and, would be feeling differently if that was the case. Yeah. And at the end of the night, Serena just tells Matt that she's internally struggling. And Matt, being a really good guy, um, like initially is unfazed. And he's like, listen, don't worry about the time aspect of this. Like there will be time to try and like put her at ease. And then he leaves. And it's just like, bomb, 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 He didn't seem troubled by that conversation. No. Which is he weird. He didn't. He didn't seem troubled until he talked to Chris Harrison. So. And Chris basically told him, like, hey, Matt, there's probably yeah. something you need to resolve with her. Yeah. But before he said that, before he said that, Lisa, my favorite line, <laughs> Chris Harrison says, quote, any concerns here or is it all green lights? <laughs> I was like, what? Because he know. Exactly. Exactly. What in tarnations. Listen, I'm going to say it like that till the day I die. And ain't nothing going to change that. Because that is how that word is supposed to be said in my head. <laughs> I love it. And then you guys, basically, long story short here. Seri- like Matt goes to talk to Serena P. Because Chris Harrison told him to. And when Matt gets there, Serena looks rough. Okay. She looks pale. Well, she, she is she not camera ready. <laughs> camera ready. Sorry, I don't think I they told it. her. No. No. It was a big old surprise. And she... My God, this woman. I mean, I guess they're similar in this way, both her and Matt, because Matt was brutally honest with Abigail and Serena holds no punches and yep. is brutally honest with him. And it's devastating. Like It was because hard to watch his It reaction. was hard to watch, especially because he said before she went and eviscerated him, he made it. He was like, you are the person that I've spent the most time. I'm, I think I'm paraphrasing, but it was something along the lines of you're the person that I've spent the most time with here. And there's and that was done on purpose. Like there's a reason for that. 
you know, it's because I see this future with you. And then she's like, yeah, about that. <laughs> and she she basically tells him that she thought her apprehension moving forward was just fear. But in actuality, she's come to the conclusion that he is not her person. Yeah. And y'all, he to me, to me, he looked devastated. He to did. Me, he looked wrecked. He did. Like this. This was the first time that I've seen this kind of emotion come from this person after someone like either leaves or goes home or whatever. Like I've never seen this. So I think honest, like just based off of this alone, I know everyone was saying that Rachel was the front runner. I actually think Serena P was his front runner and that if she hadn't left, she would have been going to the fantasy suites. Absolutely. Yeah, like, but she was mean. I didn't. No, I agree with you. 100%. I don't think she was kind to him. I think that maybe in time, maybe he would come to see that. Um, but he really, really liked her the most, I think. Yeah. Because no, I think he was that's a, a wreck. big possibility. But I think it was for the best because Ooh. I don't. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. But like. She was. No. And but what was so funny on Twitter, everyone was cracking these jokes about how all of a sudden Serena P turned into the bachelor because she was like, do you want me to walk you out? And then she like puts him in the car and like he's all devastated and distraught. And, you know, it was like a reversal. <laughs> She's like, We're this like, is how it should be. Yeah. And so that happened and then she was just gone. And for some reason, Matt wants to have a rose ceremony regardless, just to make sure that these girls are actually ready for what comes next. I'm like, obviously, they're all going to accept roses, Matt. What, you think one of them is not going to accept a rose? Like, they're all going to accept well, a rose. Well, Serena P just said, peace out. Uh, I know. It's true. It's fair. But like, out of everyone else, though, like, it's very clear that Michelle and Brie are really invested. Like, so there's no reason to doubt them. And obviously, Rachel isn't. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a waste of time. But whatever. Anyway, the thing that I found interesting about this rose ceremony is the first time that he names them off, he says, Rachel, Michelle, Brie. Like, he's talking to camera. He's saying something. And he says, Rachel, Michelle, Brie. And I was like, oh, I want. And then I was like, well, let's see what the order is that he gives the roses. Because I assumed he was going to give them Rachel, Michelle, Brie. But then it was Michelle Rachel Brie when he actually gave out the roses. And I was right. like, huh, interesting. Very, very interesting. But Brie got, Brie obviously felt a type of way getting the last rose, you know, nervous about that. And I don't blame her because I think she is not going to make it past fantasy space. I don't think so either. I think the only reason Brie was allowed to stay was because Serena left, in my right. honest opinion. But then you got. So that's the end of the episode. That's the end. And it was a lot. What do you think? What do you think of that episode? Yeah. No, I mean, it was very cut and dry. Um, yeah. They didn't pull mm -hmm. any punches with that editing. No. No. Mm -mm. So. Nope. But. So, yeah. We've got a lot there coming we up. We do, guys. Here we go. And here's the thing. Okay. Let me just say. I really appreciated the fact that in Tasha's season, they did a back-to-back -back with the Women Tell All and then Fantasy Suites. Like, I really, really appreciated that. But not this time, y'all. We got to wait two weeks for fantasy suites because next week is just the women tell all and i'm Which, like what because and it's I'm probably like, gonna be the most dramatic Ugh. and i'm like here's the thing is like i'm so sick of the drama i'm done i just like <laughs> i just want to get to the meat and potatoes and be like okay what happens just tell it's me because what it's the bachelor when it's the bachelorette and it's men <sighs> they have nothing to say 
But when but it's women, like, they're like so catty but, and so drama also, filled. I mean, that's true. But also, I think that they had to do it that way with Tasha's season because of the fact that like Matt's season was literally right about to premiere, you know? So like they had to like cram in as much as they could at the end. Because I feel like normally a, a men tell all, a women tell all, they're all just a single episode. Yeah. I don't think that. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm we're back to normal, which is upsetting because I really needed the back to back and we're not getting it. So let's hit the hot takes of the promo you ready ready girl ready for this so ready okay so it's limit tell all and we hear ryan saying to uh victoria i'm guessing quote it's just hard to hear yourself being called a hoe an idiot or a shady bitch and that's directed towards victoria and yeah when the camera pans exactly. to victoria she's that's not what bothered. you've said to yeah. everyone yeah yeah victoria's not bothered and then we- katie says quote some of you can't accept what you did in the house end quote I'm like yeah she ain't wrong. Yeah. She ain't wrong. Um, and then Chris says, all your favorite women from this season are back, including Serena P. And I was like, what? I did not expect to see her. This promo actually kind of changed my mind a little bit Serena, about the Serena situation. And we'll get into that. Um, so, yeah, that was really interesting. I didn't think Serena was going to be there. And then Brittany, we see Brittany saying, quote, I didn't sign up to get my name slandered. Girl, I feel you. Girl, I feel you. And Chris I'm assuming saying to Anna, quote, you called her a high-end escort, to which Anna spits back, I was angry. And I'm like, girl, no, this is not how you handle this. I get that you're in like a stressful situation right now, but you have to just own it. You have to own it. You have to be like, I did, and it was a mistake, right. and I feel bad about it every right. day. Like, don't lash out because that's not going to help you at all. The right? Rising, the rising generation. What truth? <laughs> And I feel like I said earlier or I heard earlier from Nick Vile's podcast or something. I was like, if Anna can come into this women tell all and own what she did, then I'll be less agitated with her. But it doesn't look like she's going to do that, y'all. Doesn't look like it. And then Chris says, and the gloves come off. And we see a crying Victoria (laughs) saying, quote, yes, I was involved in drama because I was going through like levels of pain end quote and then the camera is flashing to different girls like nodding their heads no and I'm like girl no no ain't nobody gonna have no pity for you no it's not gonna happen like not gonna happen ain't gonna happen nope and then Mari busts in with a quote that's fake as hell and no idea if that's directed towards Victoria but the editing makes it look like it because the camera pans to her and she's like scoffing mid cry and I'm like okay and then you guys Chris says plus Matt returns to face the women that went home and he is bearded you guys he looks like a homeless person <laughs> I love that there's anything Let wrong with that there's anything wrong with that 99% yeah. of the time he walked yes. in I was like he's not well no no and like here's the thing is I've seen him with the beard because he's given interviews to like extra or whatever and I've seen it and I wasn't really digging it even Mm -mm. then you know what I mean but like in the context now of what we've seen up until this point I feel like this is a man who is no longer in a relationship this to me is a single man's beard this to me is an unkept mess of like I'm going through my feelings right now and I right like this doesn't seem this beard does not feel like a relationship beard to me And Chris and comes in with those hot questions. Sure does. Sure does. Because 
we see Serena P saying the following. I still care or I care about him still so much. And the editing makes no, it look don't. like. Yeah. And, but the editing makes it look like Matt is watching this happen. Like as she's saying it. Right. And it's like, oh, my God, that's going to be really interesting if that's the truth. And like who because who knows if it is. Right. And then Chris says, is there any part of you that thinks I maybe made the wrong call? And this, again, is probably all editing. But Serena looks weepy and it makes it look like she says yes, and the ca- and then the camera like catches Matt's reaction. But like, who knows? Who fucking knows if that's what happens? It just looks like that's what's gonna happen. Um, and it'll be really, really interesting if she actually does say yes, because yeah. that'll be like a dynamic, right? Like, because like, Serena. Mm-mm. But like, because here's the thing: is like, what if Matt and Rachel aren't together anymore? Like, what if they broke up because of all this drama? And like, if Serena is still interested in him, we could have another situation where he like asks to go out with Serena again. <gasps> it's true. Oh my god! Oh my god! The possibilities. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> not that I think they're a great match, but whatever. You know, you do you. Oh, so that. But they're not going like, to show that in this episode. No, no. If anything, that would be in after the final rose or something. I don't know. Um, and then, as I said before, we have to wait two weeks for fantasy suites. <laughs> and we hear Chris Harrison saying, Matt's journey for love continues. And this is the hot takes, my hot takes summary of what we see unfold. We see Matt holding a ring. We hear him say, I'm about to make one of the most important decisions of my life. We see Brie and Matt together in what I can only assume is the morning after, right? His He is shirtless. They're drinking orange juice while we hear Brie say, each time I get to spend with you gets better and better. And he, he attacks her face with a giant kiss. And I was like, okay. So, like, they seem to have some more chemistry now that we haven't previously seen up until this point. Found it. <laughs> Found it. And then with Michelle... She's like, I don't know, giving him a bubble bath or something. I couldn't quite tell. I'm like, are they in a hot tub? Like, what is going on? And they kissing, and we hear her saying she's in love with Matt. Ooh, and then, okay, and then we see Matt talking to his mom, and his mom is like, quote, people fall in and out of love. Sorry, people fall in and out of love, and love is not the end all be all. I was like, what's gonna happen? Um. Again, we hear Matt say it's going to be the most difficult decision I've ever made. And then we see Michelle sobbing. And I'm assuming it's her saying my heart's in pieces. And I'm like, oh, God, did he send her home? Like what? Because literally we don't see much footage of Michelle's fantasy situation at all in this promo. The only one we really see is Breeze, which is bizarre. We're going to talk about it. Then we see Rachel looking off into the distance saying, I'm in love with Matt and he's with another woman right now. And then we see him like smooching Brie again post morning after. Um, And then Rachel, I think, saying, I can't do this anymore while she's like looking all weepy. And then we get the same quote, sorry, the same Matt quote from last week where he's like, I feel like everything that I've been working towards is starting to crumble while we see him crying in an elevator. And I'm like, oh, God, like something horrible is about to happen, y'all. And I don't know what it is. We have theories. Lisa and I, we did talk it before we started recording. We have theories. Um, Rachel is sobbing. And then we have the repeat conversation of Chris Harrison being like, are you okay? And Matt's like, no, no, I'm not. And Chris is like, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm very sorry. And Matt just says, yeah. And then, and I don't remember seeing this in previous commercials. Chris is like, you know, do you know if you can do this anymore? And Matt says, to be honest with you, I don't know, Chris. (laughs) 
And then he's just full on ugly crying to camera for the rest of the promo. And it's bizarre. And it's like, oh, it's so great. Like, what do you tell me what you think is going to happen? Tell the people what do you think is going to happen? What are your thoughts? Honestly, because you were suggesting that there had to have been somebody had to leave. Yeah, I did. That's my theory. I think someone. Well, I don't know. You you tell me or should I tell what I think? happened? Yeah, first you, tell you tell what okay. you think. I think that he's going to have a fantasy sweet date with Michelle, but I think he's going to send her home like before they get a chance to actually go on the fantasy sweet date. Like, I don't think she's going to get an overnight. And I think that's why she's going to be crushed is because of that. Wait, you think see- Brie? No, Michelle. Michelle. Oh. So I think that's going to happen. And then I think he's going to go on the fantasy suite date with Brie and he's going to give her the overnight. And while that's happening, Rachel's going to lose her gosh darn mind. And I think she's going to give him some kind of ultimatum of like, pick me like now or something or or something's going to happen that's going to prompt her to just leave to go. And it's going to destroy Matt. And then he's going to be left with someone that he doesn't actually want as much. Hmm. And then I think maybe Rachel will come back. That, that I don't know. That's because clearly something horrible happens and I just don't know what it could be. We haven't seen an ambulance, right? Like that was supposed to happen this season. We haven't seen that. And or they're just making it look way more dramatic than it is going to be. Like and maybe it's just like he sends Brie home or something and it's really hard for him or whatever. And then it's Michelle and Rachel at the end. I don't know. But I think clearly it's interesting that we don't see any fantasy footage of Rachel and I think it's weird that we barely saw any of Michelle's <clears throat> so I'm a little bit confused what do you Very think interesting. Sorry, like a, what no do you think? What do you think? I think um I think some of the ending things that you said are true they always make it look more dramatic than it really is yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that there's a very good possibility that he doesn't send anyone home mm. I'm sorry sorry that nobody leaves but he sends okay. Brie home. Yep. And he feels terrible about it. Yeah. And like yeah. the like the seriousness of the situation sets in and he's like how do I choose between these two women? Yeah. I think it's a lot more yeah. cut and dry than they're making it seem because they want us I hope so. I hope to so. Assume that like, the worst is coming. Yeah, cuz like the amount of tear footage we get from Matt makes it look like and the fact that Chris is like, can you do this anymore? It's like, what happened, Matt? Like, what? Like, so I I don't know. So that's why I'm just really perplexed. And I'm trying to, like, plot out every course of action it could be. Because I'm like, clearly something horrible happens. But I think right. you're, I, if I had to pick between my crazy outlandish scenario and your logical one, I'm going to pick your logical one. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, what are the odds that mine would be correct? Um, Basically zero. <laughs> hope they are i mean it'd be fun i mean not fun sorry I, I don't revel in other people's pain but it would be a really interesting um for sure it would be really crazy tv that's for sure yeah um but i i do i just in my gut i think rachel's gonna win which is upsetting and i think i think you're correct but i also wonder if he's gonna send michelle home in like a post-fantasy situation i don't know because like we never see her again you know, so I, I don't know. know. It's just really sorry. We're, I'm rambling. I'm just I'm really intrigued and I'm really mad that we have to wait two weeks to find out. <laughs> I'm like really upset about it. And who knows? Maybe 
at the end of Women Tell All, we'll get a, a more in-depth promo, like, with this footage we haven't seen. And then it'll be like, oh, okay, yes. I can't Even wait until crazy. after the final rose. That's oh, what I'm excited for. This is going to be, I'm going to bring, I'm going to make popcorn. And I'm gonna make, who is going to host it? Oh, God. I still don't know. I haven't even given that a goog because I don't know if they've announced it yet. Like, I think they're still trying to figure that out. Um, But it's going to be a final row or sorry, after the final rows, like none other. Like, there have been many crazy ones, but this one's going to be crazy. And I'm very, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm very excited. So Me too. Oh, you guys, thanks for sticking it out with us. I know that these episodes toward the end of the season get longer and longer, but that's just kind of because there's just more to say and more that's to true. speculate about. Um, but y'all know the drill. Please, please, please uh, leave us a review. Give us five stars. We really do appreciate the interaction. The more we get, the more out there we get to other people. Does that make any sense? Yep. <laughs> it helps us when you guys... Uh, give us a five-star rating and leave comments we really appreciate it uh and you know feel free to send us your thoughts on what's going on at uh hungryrosespod at gmail.com we'd love 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 to hear from you um and so y'all till next time stay hungry and cover up your spelling secrets (laughs) (laughs) intonations oh my god